Fighting for freedom every day. They're learning at a young age. They're being taught the socialists control the ones that are blaming Republicans for being Nazis, for being fascists, the ones that are promoting some type of cancel culture, the ones that are promoting some type of agenda of uh, shadow banning. Realize at a young age that, hey, sure, you can have your freedom of speech, but we can block your funding. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome into the Voice of Reason. What's up? Your weekend edition's officially here, ready to wrap up another week of insanity let's just put it that way i know we're trying to recover from the fourth of july week it was a short week but yet it seemed like a really long one as well let's be honest you didn't want to get into the groove after wednesday when you had to go back to work so we're here to recap a whole nother one and what a week it was because the party man telling you the party especially at the white house that was a fun one the last couple of days because they apparently had a little more fun than what everybody else did across the nation welcome into it like us on uh, social media on the facebook on the tweety youtube twitter twitch.tv instagram tiktok ourfreedombook.com getter truth social i think that's it all of it at hoosier reason oh by the way and the new threads if you did join the new threads i have it haven't done anything with it and i already have like 15 or 20 followers on there which you can find all of those at hoosier reason and uh, of course the website at hoosierreason.com show of hands how many people are actually going to join the threads i know that's kind of the internal battle between twitter and threads now having the alternative from twitter because they don't like what elon musk is doing but it really comes down to again the staple of censorship and free speech censorship and the right to be able to express your thoughts which is supposed to be the way the world wide web works isn't it the wicked wild free thinkers the uh, piracy the uh, land of the unknown you can carve out your own little portion of the internet and say whatever the hell you want to say except for if you're on the meta platforms like facebook and the instagram and the threads now but i'm still waiting i'm waiting for the physical mma battle between mark zuckerberg and elon musk the pure physical manifestation of censorship and free speech that's going to be a lot of fun got a lot to get to today bottom of the hour we have tony lyons he is the owner of skyhorse publishing you can check him out at skyhorsepublishing.com they have a lot of books that uh, promote conservative values speaking of censorship uh, he'll talk about the censorship of books, the latest one from RFK Jr., and other books that promote conservative messages that don't get a whole lot of attention. So we'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour about that and the censorship we're seeing just in general. I I was in a discussion on social media the last couple of days. It didn't last too long because I don't really care to do those much anymore except to just poke the bear every once in a while. And the bear was poked for sure. You really trigger some individuals, especially when they're going after apparently the parents that are trying to bring common sense back into the public education system. They don't like that because they want the LGBTQ agenda taught. Convinc- coincidentally, they're the ones that don't have children but are in uh, in some sort of political agenda. All right, let's get into what's trending today, shall we? Oops, hold on. That's the wrong one. Let's try that one. What's trending today? What's trending? I mean, I guess we could play the uh, Joe Biden circus because it really is as we look to Washington, D.C. for our week in review. And with our week in review, of course, we still don't have an answer on whose cocaine was found in the White House. The major party that happened over the 4th of July, man. Now, I want to preface this. You and I as conservative, we already know. Let's be honest. We already know where it came from. You don't have to have more than two brain cells to understand. There's a guy that's had a really long habit of cocaine usage and other drug usage and then shows up to the White House and then cocaine gets found. I know that's a wild concept to put two and two together and make assumptions here. And I'm not about making just assumptions, but 
we can at least come to a basic concept and conclusion, something that apparently Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't quite like because she's been asked multiple times about the cocaine usage at the White House and where it was found and who was actually responsible for it. Now, for those that don't know and haven't paid attention throughout the week, shortly after the 4th of July, they found powder. They weren't sure what it was, evacuated the White House, had to do the investigation because they were concerned it could be something lethal, which, okay, I get that. Actually, in Kansas here, where I hail from, as we're broadcasting from just outside of Wichita, Kansas, in the Hoosier Media Network studios, we had uh, actually some of our state legislators that received some letters with uh, white powder in envelopes that went into their mail. And it took the Kansas Bureau of Investigations, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, and other law enforcement across the state, including bomb squads, to go and check this out. They found out it is not a lethal substance, but we did just talk to our KBI director on our weekly show and said that it was not lethal, but yet they're not sure exactly what the powder really was. That's not the powder we're talking about in Washington, D.C. Because while they evacuated it and they did the investigation, they realized, oh, yeah, this is cocaine. Now, here's the crazy part, and this is why we say we already know, man. We already It's not a secret. Just go ahead and admit it. It's okay. I know that if Trump was in there, you'd already be arresting him. You'd be blaming him for the use of cocaine. You'd already be shutting down the White House and say that he is unfit to run the presidency. I know that the Democrat-run Congress would already have invoked the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. That would have been done on Thursday after they found it on Wednesday. We already know. But now because it's the Biden administration, we get to play the games. And I'm starting to realize this is more of a test than it is anything else. Because you and I, we already know. We don't have to guess. We don't have to speculate. We know what's going on. We're waiting, and this is the test, because we're waiting to see whether the federal government comes out and actually acknowledges it. And how stupid they think that they're going to treat us during the quote-unquote investigation. And here's what I mean. We're already seeing multiple discrepancies in the story. When it first came out, they said it was in the basement, it was hidden away, it was in a place where it wasn't very visual. Then they changed it, and they're like, well, it was in a total area where like people put their cell phones when they come in for tours and where staff comes in and where guests come in. So now it's open to the public, we have no clue, which already throws up a red flag for anyone who can think past you know, the front of their nose because we can realize that if you realize the White House has cameras that look at everything between three different angles, you have Secret Service, you have law enforcement, we really don't have to worry about security. If someone's dropping cocaine at the White House, we would know. Now, according to the investigation from Secret Service again, we find out that, well, maybe it wasn't as such a populated area or such a public area, so maybe, just maybe... It was one of the staffers. I think there is some odds in in Las Vegas right now on not only just whose cocaine it was, which Hunter Biden, by the way, is the lead contestant for that. So somebody's going to make a lot of money on that gamble. But the over and under on who's going to take the fall for the cocaine, because it's probably going to be some staffer. Or they'll say, we have no clue in this, try to erase the tapes. It's going to be like a Hillary Clinton bashing the cell phones out in the backyard, trying to remove this stuff because they're so desperate from it to go away. Now, during the press hearings with Karine Jean-Pierre, one of the mediaites asked her straight up, hey, can you conform or can you deny the fact that the Biden family was involved with the cocaine in any way, shape, or form? And she didn't quite like that uh, question again, can we just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So, 
a couple of things. First there. off, you like those chuckles, um, like the laugh. Ha! That's funny. That's cute. He mentioned the Hatch Act because the question was posed to him in the Donald in yes. using Donald Trump, and so he was trying to be very mindful. Uh, okay, I, I hear you, but you're asking me a question, so I'm answering it for you. Um, and so that's why he said the Hatch Act. So I would, I would, you know, have you read the transcript and read the transcript fully, so you can see exactly what he was trying to say. So that's number one. So we're not avoiding the question. That is not true. We've answered this question, litigated this not question for the last two days exhaustively. Um, you know, there has been some irresponsible reporting uh, oh. about the family, and uh, and so I got to call that out here. And I have been very clear. I was clear uh, two days ago when talking about this over and over again as I was being asked a question. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And, and um, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it right there. It's incredibly irresponsible to even question the fact that the Bidens may be involved with the cocaine in any way, shape, or form. How irresponsible as a media outlet that you are that you could even think of a question in questioning the fact that the Bidens could be involved with the cocaine usage. Now, again, we don't have a clear setting of what the story actually is because it's gone from a very unpublic place to a very private uh, public place to now an area not so public place, and it wasn't actually where all the tours actually go and uh, tour the White House. From what we had heard, it was in some kind of cubby where they store electronics down in the basement of the West Wing where maybe some staffers go, but not a whole lot of the general public. I've toured the White House. I've toured the West Wing. I don't remember going down in the basement. I don't remember putting my cell phone in a tray or something like that. Now, the president was not there, just like the president wasn't here at this situation, so we could carry our phones, as far as I remember. But yet, no, 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 no. How dare you even question? It is irresponsible for you to even question that the media, here's the funny part about it, the media is even having a heyday of it, trying to laugh it off but yet kind of report on it at the same time because, remember, they're stuck between the rock and the hard place. Do we report this and say, oh, we're going to get to the bottom of this and find out whose cocaine it was in the White House? Then they try to laugh it off and make a game out of it because, well, I don't think we're really supposed to be questioning this and, and actually doing investigative research, and we're supposed to just let this blow over. It's not that big of a deal. So the media trying to make jokes out of it then. Affected. The field test said cocaine. Yeah. Now these more conclusive lab tests, yeah. I would like to know blow by blow who was responsible for this. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon, <laughs> man. Too soon. No one was injured as far as Thank we know. Friend. And it's an illicit drug at the White House. <laughs> Why can't you actually have a bit of fun with it? I don't believe in fun. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Wow. No one was hurt in the incident as far as we know. Why can't you have a little bit of fun? That's the media for you right there. Why can't you just have a little fun? No one was hurt. Not a big deal. Just kind of let this blow over a little bit. Man, here's the thing. We already know. Just own up to and admit it. It's okay. We already know the Biden family was probably involved. It was probably brought in by Hunter But We already know. We can't know for certain, and we'll probably never know for certain, and we can make those speculations, but we already know. Just like UFOs, 
and the fact that the government already knows about ETs and UFOs. We already know we're waiting for you to confirm it and stop treating us like a bunch of idiots who actually don't know anything and thinking that we're that stupid. You insult our intelligence day in and day out. And you ever have that where you ask somebody a question, they get a little defensive? And that was Karine Jean-Pierre. No, how dare, that's irresponsible journalism. They weren't here. Oh, so they had to be there when you found it? Because that's not necessarily when it was put there, or else we would know exactly who did it and when they put it there and who it was, right? But apparently it's very difficult to do that by looking at the umpteen different cameras that were in the facility or the mass amount of Secret Service or law enforcement that's there all the time at the White House when people are coming and going there. Uh, so we don't know that, but how dare you even insinuate because they weren't even there. It could have been there prior to throwing that out there. I mean, we didn't see the uh, leaked documents from the Biden family in his basement, in his garage, next to his Corvette, in the closet next to his professor's la uh, professor's office at the university, or in Chinatown, and all the other places that he had classified documents. He had those for years, and then all of a sudden they became public when they were going after Donald Trump. So who knows when the cocaine was there? We already know, man. Stop lying to us. Because you're insulting our intelligence. But that's what Democrats do. It's the holier than thou. We will tell you what you need to know and what you don't know. Then we will continue to deny. Even when you have proof positive of what we're doing, we will continue to deny. And then we'll gaslight you and tell you that it's not true. And then we're going to go after you because you're the most evil, horrible, racist human beings on the face of the earth. The world we live in today, isn't it? All right, we got a lot to talk about, especially with the lies, the censorship, because now... That's the next step for the media is the censorship, not only on this issue, but others as well. And I'm here to tell you, you will never know who actually had that cocaine in the White House. Lots more coming up. Stay here. This is the voice of reason. You're clear. Loser. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen to the show all over the country. We are growing like a weed, man. We have some more announcements coming up with affiliate stations jumping on board here soon. Excited about that. You can also watch the video streams on our partners over at Opslens, O-P-S-L-E-N-S.com. Watch them on their app on their websites, on their social media as well. we got a lot of people on the Facebook right now, so we appreciate you guys very much. I saw a lot of the comments. Uh, you should do a raid like you did on Mar-a-Logo right at the White House. That would be hilarious. Now, look, this is why we don't trust our government anymore, and we haven't trusted them for a while, but this is the prime example of the do as I say, not as I, not as I do, or rules for thee, not for me, and the completely separated, segregated system that we live in now. We have the Hunter Biden scandal. The investigation that's been ongoing with Hunter for a while now, let's be honest, where the FBI denied that they knew where the Hunter Biden laptop actually came from. They denied about the Durham report being handed to them by the Clinton investigation or the Clinton team regarding the quote unquote Russian collusion uh, with Donald Trump and the Russians during the election in 2016. They denied it left and right. Then they do this year long, couple year long investigation on Hunter Biden on his dealings with Burisma and with Russia and with the Ukraine and with the Chinese and paying money to the big guy. They look at all of this stuff. We know it to be true. We have documents. We have video recordings. We have audio recordings. We have firsthand testimonies about all of this. And what comes out at the end? Oh, 
well, Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes on like one and a half million dollars. So slap on the wrist there, pay it with a little bit of a fine. And if you pay that, then we'll just go ahead and wipe away the charges of you illegally possessing a firearm while on drugs. Now, I've asked this before on many other programs. Show of hands, how many people do you know or how many times do we hear in the news all the time about a regular Joe Schmo guy, normally someone in the inner city communities or a gang member who's been charged with drug possession and the possession of an illegal firearm sitting in jail right now. But yet, that's going to be completely wiped away because, well, he's just going to pay the taxes on the one and a half million dollars. Show of hands again, how many people know someone or have heard the story of someone that's in jail because they haven't paid taxes on one and a half million dollars? <laughs> Mrs. Voice of Reason across the uh, officer. Yeah, yeah, we know those stories. We hear those quite often. But yet, no, no, pay those with a fine, and then we'll wipe away the other charge of the gun, tri- gun crime. Then we see this with the cocaine sitting in the White House. It's such a stupid story, and there are so many other issues going on in Congress that we need to be talking about, and we'll get to those here in just a little bit on the show. But come on, man. That's what we have to focus on is the fact that, oh, yeah, Hunter Biden probably, allegedly, brought in some cocaine and yet kareem jean pierre gets so upset in defensive a little bit hey they were gone that wasn't theirs they were gone okay tell me how someone is able to get cocaine in the white house just let's set this the biden aside for just a second let's just try to walk through this shall we a tourist group comes in because they want to see the white house you go through metal detectors you go through the security process you have people patting you down you put your cell phones or your keys into a container in a cubby, if that's what you do nowadays to make sure that you don't have electronics when you walk through there. Uh, make sure you don't have anything weird on you when you walk through there. Everybody's watching you. Then you walk through the place with guards all around, including the tour guide that's watching your group of five or six or ten people. There's plenty of security around. Then you got cameras that cover every single angle of that entire building by at least three separate angles. You have security Ever And you're telling me that someone random walked in and dropped a load of cocaine right there in the cubby where they, quote-unquote, store the elect, uh, the, elect, uh, the electronics right there in the basement of the West Wing, which is where we originally heard it was going to be? Come on. Come on, dude. Again, we know the truth. Stop lying to us. And the longer you keep this going, the longer we know you're lying to us. We're waiting for you to admit it to us. Because right now, you're playing us as fools, and we don't quite appreciate that. When we come back, Tony Lyons, Skyhorse Publishing, right around the corner here on the Voice of Reasons Weekend Edition. Stay right here. This is You're Clear. Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason meets radio, this is the Voice of Reason. With Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Reason, Common Sense, Rationale. That's what we do here on the weekend's edition, our nationally syndicated broadcast. Coast to coast, baby. That's the way we're growing. We're right in the heartland here in Wichita, Kansas, out of the Hoosier Media Network studios. And we're just growing like a weed broadcasting, spreading around like a ripple in the lake or something like that. Welcome back into the program. Find us all over our social media at Hoosier Reason. That's no I in Hoosier. H-O-O-S-E-R reason on all our social media even the new threads 
I wasn't sure if I was going to join the new threads, but then I joined it, and then I saw all the other conservative people already on it complaining about it. So apparently I'm in the right spot. we got to go there and complain on why it's so bad. <laughs> I don't have my profile picture or anything up on it yet, so I haven't done anything with it. I don't know how active I'll actually be on there because... I would personally like to support Elon Musk over Mark Zuckerberg. I already do that with Facebook and Instagram. But nonetheless, if you want to find me on the new thread, you can at Hoosier Reason. Also find our website at HoosierReason.com and sign up for our newsletter and all the goodies there free. Become the next latest and greatest Hoosier-holic. All right, let's get into what's trending for the day. What's trending today? Trending today, obviously, with the lies the federal government tells us. We just don't trust anything coming out of Washington, D.C. any longer. But at the same time, we have, they tell us stuff, and then they do a big campaign push to censor us and try to tell us what's truth and what's not truth. Because if we, look, we can look outside and we can see the sky's blue. Unless there's clouds there, then it's whatever color you want. But it's usually the sky's blue. They'll tell us it's green, come out with a government-granted funded project to say that the sky is green, and then try to tell you that you're crazy if you say that it's blue. That's what the government does to us now. And then all the social media, the mainstream media, everybody else jumps on board calling you crazy and a right-wing radical if you try to say the sky is blue in some way, shape, or form. Uh, is that true? And how do we get these conservative messages out there? Really happy to have this guy on the program. It's been a while since I think we've had him on the show, uh, especially with our new syndicated weekend program here as well as he's the president of Skyhorse Publishing. He's also a co-host with the Fourth Branch podcast on the AMP network as well. Excited to have on here Mr. Tony Lyons. Tony, how are you, my friend? Great. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on the program. This is uh, troubling times right now where we can't get conservative messages out as openly as what we'd like because we're labeled the nuts, we're labeled the radicals, we're labeled conspiracy theorists, and then they shut us down, whether it's the podcast, whether it's the TV program, even radio programs. Uh, how's the booking industry right now? Because I'm pretty sure they're taking books right off the shelves in certain stores as well. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly as you described. I mean, I'm the publisher of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s The Real Anthony Fauci. And when that book came out, it was the best-selling book in the country, probably in the world. And yet it was also the most censored. So it was government censorship. They were actually instructing Amazon and other big tech platforms to take likes off the book, to not cover it, to not accept advertisements, not let people review it. I mean, it was just incredible that that can happen in this country, you know, that that a book can come out that people want to read, that people are clamoring to get, and bookstores and libraries and all the big tech platforms just did everything they could to make sure that people didn't read it. So what it is is that the government wants to tell us what to do, what to think, what to read, and, you know, it's got to stop. And I think, you know, there are enough people clamoring for it that it's going to stop now, that this is a battle for the country, and people recognize that. I think people are starting to wake up and recognize this. Why the attack on Robert F. Kennedy Jr., though? This does, I mean, he's, he's technically a Democrat, so he's got to be on their side of the aisle, right? But just because he doesn't like vaccines, he's concerned about the CIA and other militarization, the, uh, the military-industrial complex that he likes to talk about. Why do you think the media is going after him so bad? Are they just that desperate to keep the whole COVID issue under wraps? You know, so I just want to clarify, you know, that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is what I would call a Kennedy Democrat, which is not at all like the Democratic Party now. (laughs) So the Democratic Party now is pro-war, is, you know, pro-censorship, pro-big tech, uh, you know, deplatforming of all kinds of people, mostly conservative people. So, you know, that's not the Democratic Party that 
he wants to be part of. He wants to change the Democratic Party back to what it used to be, you know, which was the party that questioned the government, that didn't trust the, you know, big corporations or the, you know, the intelligence agencies or the, you know, CDC, the NIH, the FDA, you know, that are just colluding with big companies to kind of extract money from the general public and not really trying to protect their health. So if that's what it is to be a Democrat, then that's what Bobby Kennedy is. You know, if he's, you know, the type of person who's fighting that. Um, but it's, it's hard to tell, and it's beyond, you know, sort of a political party now. It's not really about left or right. It's about right or wrong. It's about fundamental American constitutional values. Yeah. I completely have to agree there because you're right. This is breaching uh, political lines left and right. I mean, if he's trying to bring the party back to where the Democrats used to be, then that's what they desperately need. He's trying to fill a void that's desperate in the party with how radical they become. Do you think, in your opinion, Tony, do you think that he can actually succeed in that? Are there enough moderate, quote-unquote, center-left Democrats, the old-school JFK-style Democrat, that will jump on board with him and start reforming the party to get it away from the Joe Bidens and the Kamala Harris and the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortezes? Or do you think the party's too far gone and they need to start something different? Yeah, so I think that what's happening is, you know, even with just incredible censorship, that the, you know, mainstream media is going after him in every way they can, the Democratic Party is, is just trying to destroy him, trying to convince people to write hit pieces in every major newspaper. So, you know, they don't want a free and fair election. There's no question there. But I think the American people are kind of getting wise to it, and they're not going to accept it on the left or the right. You know, so they don't want censorship, and they want real elections in this country. They want real dialogue, real debate. They want, you know, Bobby Kennedy to get on stage with Biden and see who the Democratic Party actually likes better. I mean, 80% of Democrats want there to be debates. So, you know, that's separate from the Democratic Party that doesn't want anything because they know that he can't, that Biden can't get on the stage with Bobby Kennedy or, frankly, anybody else right now. Yeah, that's you know, that, I don't think people are going to accept that. You know, they're accepting it to some extent now, but 17 million of the people who voted for Biden in 2020 now say that they would prefer to have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So that's a damn good start with somebody who's getting vilified and censored in the press every day. Hey, <laughs> man, they're going to turn in the, the RFK. They're going to turn him into what Donald Trump's doing. And every time they go after him, the popularity is just going to continue to boom a little bit more. We're talking with Tony Lyons, Skyhorse Publishing, skyhorsepublishing.com, which I highly recommend you go and check out all the books they have here. You have, like you said, The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You also have Dr. Robert Malone's book, uh, Lies My Government Told Me, which we've interviewed Dr. Malone on the program as well. And both, I'm, I'm assuming, just throwing this guesstimation out here, those are probably the two most censored books out there on the market right now, don't you think? Yeah, those are definitely two. And then, you know, we want to publish as many voices as possible. You know, so we're publishing Alex Jones' new book, um, which is The Great Awakening. Mm. And, and we published his last book last year, which is called The Great Reset. And, and that was an incredibly censored book, too. So they're just, you know, they're out there deciding for us what we're allowed to hear. And, you know, grown-ups don't need the government to tell them what to read. That's just a fundamental thing. And we need to bring this country back to being a democracy, you know, back to being treated like adults and not having the government or some big corporation tell us what to do. 
Yeah, that is true. When did this really ramp up to the level that it is now? Was it during COVID? I mean, you being in the publishing industry, obviously there's always been a little bit of, well, maybe we shouldn't let that go mainstream. The New York Times bestselling list has always been horrendous on actually giving accurate numbers on what's been popular and not popular. But when did we really see the ramping up of censorship to this extreme now? Yeah, let's just say, you know, in, in the fall of 2021, when Bobby Kennedy's book came out, the New York Times kept just knocking it down the bestseller list. So, you know, they do that stuff every day. So Alice Jones's book, for example, sold 68,000 copies in its first week. Uh, it didn't even make the New York Times bestseller list. So the number 15 book that week sold 3,000 copies. So it's a totally <laughs> corrupt system. The New York Times is just a recommended reading list. It's nothing to do with a bestseller list. You know, so, so the world has definitely gone crazy. And I, I think it, it, it's been happening for a while. It's been growing. But COVID was the excuse of a lifetime. You know, it was the, it's, it's the excuse that big tech, that the government being pressured, uh, you know, being or sort of pressuring big tech into doing this, uh, really used it as an excuse. And the idea that there's misinformation and that they have to protect us from misinformation you know, that's just such a crazy concept because what they were trying to protect us from was anything that they disagree with. So the government narrative, you know, is, is the truth and anything else is misinformation. And we don't need that kind of protection from the government. We don't want them doing that from us and we have to stop them from trying. Yeah, I mean, remember, Anthony Fauci was science. He didn't represent it. He didn't fight for it. He was science. You have to trust the science and he was the science, which I think is hilarious. we got just about a minute left here, Tony, and I appreciate your time very much. My question, my last question for you is, what is the alternative here? Obviously, reading the books is great because they can't get rid of all the books. They can't burn all of the books and try to eliminate them. That's great. But other sources of media, is it podcasting? Is it radio? Is it the, uh, the alternative news sites like Newsmax and others? Where do conservatives go as this, continues, as this war continues on here? Yeah, I would say, you know, Bobby Kennedy has said this, and many other people have too, many conservatives have said this, that, you know, this election and, you know, politics in this country are going to be determined by podcasts, by radio shows like this one, no longer by the mainstream media. So you look at Tucker Carlson, you know, he's on Fox News and he gets 3 million views. He's on Twitter and he gets 120 million views. <laughs> so the world is changing quickly and people are making their statement that they're not going to just do what these gigantic companies tell them to do and they're flocking to alternative media yeah conservative uh, the the private market the consumer market will always find a way to fill that void and right now there's a massive void in conservative content and trying to get that truth and that information out there it's tony lyons with skyhorse publishing skyhorsepublishing.com tony we appreciate you very much my friend keep up the great fight we'd love to get you back on again real soon all right, there it is. Got to take a break. We got one more segment here left in hour number one. We have more to talk about. Oh, you want to talk about censorship? Let's go there when we come back. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Last segment for our number one, man. More rolling right on through a weekend edition here of The Voice Reason. Always happy to have you along. Thanks again to Tony Lyons coming on the program. Skyhorsepublishing.com. You can check out all the great books. I had a question on the live streams of do they post other types of books as well. They have a lot of stuff on there. 
and I mean a lot. Now, most of them, looking at it, most of them are mostly politically oriented. But, yes, they have, well, maybe not. Maybe there's some other good stuff on there, too. There's one about art, the joy of art, the global PR revolution. There's some other cool stuff on there, too. So there's a lot of great content, a lot of great categories, whatever your uh, flavor of reading, enjoyment, and pleasure is. Highly recommend it. Skyhorsepublishing.com. Hey, I want to tell you about my friends over at Americans for Prosperity. They are working hard to reignite the American dream. What does that mean? Well, the American dream means that you have the ability to actually grow. Remember during the Industrial Revolution? Remember during the American Revolution? Remember during the Reconstruction after Civil War? The rebuilding, the growing, the expanding. The American dream where you have the streets paved with gold, the opportunity for everyone to start a small business, to hire somebody, to do side projects, to get your content out, to do whatever you want to do. This radio program, by golly, was built from the ground up on a grassroots level, and we continue to expand like that because of the American dream. And remember, this economy, the laissez-faire free market capitalist society that we live in, or at least we're supposed to live under right now, is supposed to give you equal opportunity, not equal outcome. At the end of the day, that's what Americans for Prosperity are working hard on. They're trying to reignite the American dream. They are the largest grassroots political organization in the entire country, really the entire world. Knocking on doors, talking to people, getting you active, and they have chapters in every single state, everywhere that we broadcast right now. They have a chapter near you. You can check them out online. You can fu- you can support them financially. You can go and help knock on doors. You can talk to them, or you can just do something as simple as listen to what they have to say, take the flyers on what candidates in your local area that they're endorsing and that they're working with that understand the ideas of capitalism, that understand the ideas of free markets, that understand the ideas of actually fighting to reignite that American dream and bring back that opportunity for everybody. And you can do it all on their website, americansforprosperity.org, americansforprosperity.org reignite that american dream with americans for prosperity we appreciate them very much right here partnering on this show making this one possible they're the ones as well that took us down to mcallen texas a couple of weeks ago seeing the border they were doing the tour with the americans for prosperity foundation giving tours on what's going on at the southern wall which we'll talk about a little bit in our number two and we're going to tie it into something else that's going on right now which is hilarious to watch the left cringe and just squirm because when something comes up to them that they don't like that makes them feel uncomfortable even if it's reality or truth and it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable then they put on the blinders and they're the ones that are like yeah this isn't happening it's fake news it's completely lies right i mean you are fake news (laughs) that's that's what they try to tell us all the time but we realize that the sky is actually really blue and that they're a bunch of liars and we're just waiting for them to acknowledge that they're lying through their teeth. So I want to play a game with you here in the last minute before we have to wrap up our number one. I want to play a game with you real quick of here's the latest on what you're allowed to say in 2023 as the censorship continues like we just talked about with Tony Lyons and why we need to reignite the American dream for well, really everyone Because right now, only the elites are the ones allowed to go into the White House and take crack cocaine. (laughs) Because apparently no one else is allowed to. Could you imagine, just real quick, Donald Trump was a business guy. He was a multi-billionaire that was from the corporate side of things. The guy that you would think would be in the White House um, doing cocaine because of being Hollywood, being corporate business, being a multi-billionaire, he would be the guy that you would think would be in there doing cocaine. But he didn't. At least we didn't find any. Heck, the guy didn't even drink alcohol, from what I remember. So we know that's not true. But yet, no, no, no. It's the Biden administration. Those elitists in the media laughing that one off. Well, here's what apparently we're not allowed to do anymore. 
is according to Fox News, Portland, the city of Portland, which we broadcast in as well, have now told their government city staff to avoid certain words that could be potentially triggering for members of the community. You don't want to know what those words are? The word pregnant women and citizens. Oh, yes. Pregnant women and citizen is now, quote unquote, woke language that is offensive. And they're trying to remove them, according to the Office of Equity and Human Rights, as they push their inclusive writing guide for the citywide collaboration to use those terms to have everybody involved in the community. You can't use the words pregnant women. They're pregnant people, and they're not citizens anymore because that would alienate the illegals that are coming in from the border and being bussed into the Portland area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to 2023, my friends. Those words apparently are very triggering and upsetting for some individuals. We'll do some more of that when we come back right around the corner. Hour number two of The Voice Reason coming up. Stay right here. You're clear.